Hello again, everyone. This is Mike Flanagan. And on this episode of the Inside Bowling Show, we welcome the guys from KR Strike Force. It's the first time Matt and I welcome four guests simultaneously, but we did it. Appearing on the show is President Brad Handelman, Vice President Mike Stout, Footwear Specialist Jason Guest, and West Coast Sales Manager Robert Lawrence. This show, if you found it by now, is broadcast live on Facebook and YouTube, and you should head over to those accounts by searching Inside Bowling to watch the program and check out our schedule for future episodes. If you're enjoying our show, do us a favor and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Matt and I would really appreciate it. If you really like what we're doing here and would like to support the show, you can head over to InsideBowling.com and check out our merch. We have licensing deals in place with some of the biggest brands in bowling, and of course we offer some funny pop culture apparel as well. Check it out and use coupon code IBSHOW to save 15% off site-wide. Elements from today's show were intended for both video and audio. We apologize if at some point in the show you can't quite follow along. This is just a great reminder again that all of our shows are archived on our YouTube channel. So here we go. Here's our episode with KR Strike Force. Happy Thursday to everybody. Episode number 19 here. Mike and Matt back with you here on the Inside Bowling Show. And today, Matt, we've got ourselves what I would call, I don't know, maybe I might call it a shit show today because we're going to try to bring more people on the screen and onto the show today with more moving parts than we ever have on this show. And we're excited about this. I can see right now with a look on your face. And if you're listening in audio form right now, you can't see this, but Matt is, he is just, I can see the inner insides coming out of just how much fun this is going to be today. Yeah, I think that this is just going to be hilarious. And uh, probably about 50% of us talking today is just going to be like, oh, what the hell? What the heck is going on? People's audio is not working, Wi-Fi. I can't talk. I'm like choking on my saliva here, but it should be a good show. should be a lot of fun um and uh yeah it's it's gonna be gonna be another doozy that's for sure it certainly is we had we had an epic show yesterday with kimberly pressler man i i I had more people reach out about that show yesterday to me within the industry um and it just goes to show that when we have very talented people that are outside of bowling bless themselves in our world of bowling just how much we really do appreciate that um we're gonna have rob stone on on monday and i was really happy to connect with rob he's another guy that we're fortunate to have in the bowling industry, backing bowling and, and that voice in the room at Fox sports that really champions bowling. So we're looking forward to having him on, on Monday. We've got some other guests booked for next week. Um, this, this week we're going to be talking with KR strike force. And the reason why we wanted to have KR strike force on the show is first of all, we wanted to test our capabilities of this program and see if we could get six total people up on the screen as that is the max we're supposedly allowed to put up on the screen at one time. And I thought, you know, why not, why not have the guys from KR strike force on today? Because, you know, we wanted to have some manufacturers on at some point, and I thought they would be really good because of all the different SKUs and items that, that they stock. So it'll be cool to talk to them. We're going to have uh, Brad Handelman on, um, Mike Stout, uh, Jason Guest, and then uh, for Comic Relief. They're all funny, but uh, Robert Lawrence will be on as well, who's, who's the sales rep in the Southwest area. So I'm looking forward to talking with those guys. But before we do that, Matt... We do have our BowlerX.com poll question from yesterday, if we get an update on that. The question, because we had Kimberly Pressler on uh, and we wanted to go pageant uh, related here, it was, 
Uh, here's Wednesday's BowlerX.com inside bowling poll question. Who would win in a Mr. Bowling Universe pageant? Uh, the options were Jay Belmo, uh, Jason Belmonte, Chris Vi, Kyle Sherman, Marshall Kent, and the winner. Uh, going away here at 39.1% was Chris Vi. Coming in in second was Kyle Sherman. I'm sure it had more to do with the YouTube channel than his looks at 26%. And then uh, coming in third was Belmo, uh, which was the oldest person on the list at 19.5%, and then Marshall Kent rounding out the field. So uh, today, Matt, what do you have for me for our Bowler X Bowl question options for today over on a Twitter poll? Sure, Mike. I got, got two options for you like we do every single day. First option is when you return back to the lanes, how many bowling balls will you buy within the first bowling season? So one ball, two balls three balls, or four or more balls within your first season back to the lanes. Second question is, now that the Inside Bowling Show is available in podcast form, what platform do you listen or do you use to listen to podcasts? Do you use Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or another platform that, that aren't one of those three? Hmm. I like, it's like a tie, Matt. So for promotional purposes, why don't we put the podcast one out there? Because we do want people to know that our podcast is available on all those different um, sources, which was a great play by you. But I, I got, I'm going to throw you for a loop. How about, right. how about when we go off the air today, you post the other question also, and we'll make it a Friday double poll question. How's that sound? Ooh, I like that. I the like double that. Poll. Yeah. The double poll. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys want to take part in these polls and vote, show us, uh, show us what you think. Head on over to our Twitter at Inside Bowling um, on Twitter. We're also going to post it on our Instagram and Facebook stories and stuff. But make sure you head on over, take part in the poll. Uh, we've been getting some pretty good feedback here, Mike. And um, yeah, I'm surprised, honestly, with yesterday's poll that Kyle Sherman didn't create like a thousand burner accounts and vote himself to the top there because you know he's a uh, He's never short of confidence, and uh, I'm surprised he didn't want to see himself at the top. But Chris Vi, can't say I'm surprised. Uh, the guy looks like the Hulk, so I can't say that I'm surprised that people uh, think he'd probably win the pageant. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's who I voted for. And um, Kimberly Pressel yesterday said that there's definitely got to be some sort of swimsuit competition in that. So uh... yeah, when I said when I said no swimsuit, I was really imagining just no, no bikini. Like I, a swimsuit is fair, right? I mean, it's part of pageantry. But I was just saying no bikini, you know. Um, but I think I think uh, AJ Johnson also on Twitter, he seemed to be a little bummed that we let him out, let, let left him off the poll there yesterday. Oh, really? uh, yeah, he responded to the tweet. Let's see if I can uh, just scroll down here if I can ever find my mouse. And, um, oh, yeah, A.J. Johnson coming off the top ropes and saying neither with Ooh. his hand raised, showing his guns. A.J., mm-hmm. uh, maybe feeling a little left out here, especially with his friends Chris Vi and Marshall and Kyle being included in that poll. He may have felt snagged. And, and you and A.J. had a good time at the La Raza tournament, right? He was You guys took mm-hmm. pictures of him with a rose in his mouth like he was going to be the next bachelor. So, Mike, you may have just betrayed one of your, uh, one of your closest friends. Yeah, I think so. Maybe we'll have a maybe we'll have a bachelor show and we'll have AJ on and we'll bring on like four ladies and we'll just have a, a bachelor, like a love connection type show, which is a show that you probably don't even know about, Matt, but it was from back in the uh in the eighties and nineties. So all right. Um I'm wearing my Abe Froman Sausage King of Chicago shirt today, um, in honor of our guests because um they're from Chicago. And I think now would be a good time to start trying to bring this cast of characters up on the screen from KR Strike Force. So I think the first person that we should bring in is their fearless leader and the person that knows the most about the company um, because his father uh, was one of the founders of the company. Let's let's bring in Brad Handelman and see if Brad's got a copy. Brad, how you doing? Hey, guys. How's it going today? Doing good. We're one for one, Matt. Yeah. He's working just fine. Hitting this one. Out see if you can get this line. thing to work. Yes. Brad, thanks for coming on the program today. To the folks at home that don't know about KR Strike Force, maybe have just seen a bag in a pro shop or an accessory or something like that. Could you could you tell us uh, just a little bit about your company in general? If somebody's never heard of KR Strike Force. Well, Strike Force Bowling or KR Strike Force is is the brand. We are a a fully integrated consumer product company. We manufacture, import, distribute, 
uh, bowling consumer products, anything from bags, uh, balls, shoes, accessories from tape to glove to whatever, uh, to rental shoes, to pins, to house balls. We, we've got a little bit of everything. And we've uh, been around for, in some form or another, 50 years, but uh, bowling the last 35. And uh, Mike Stout, who's, I'm not sure where he is, he's coming on shortly. Uh, Mike and I bought it in uh, 2000, 20 years ago. And uh, that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing for all these years. And you have worked with many different brands over the years, as well as a licensee inside of the bowling world, but also outside of the bowling world, also with your leading edge and your on the ball bowling as well. Could you tell us a little bit about who you work with there and your other parts of your business? We were, we were a licensee for uh, Brunswick corporation for 23 years, I think up to 2015. Uh, And then, and they were great to work with for all those years. Then we went to Ebonite in uh, 16 and then obviously Ebonite got purchased by Brunswick. So we're back with them for another year. Um, We've had Brunswick and and their brands and we've had Ebonite and Hammer, Track, Columbia, Powerhouse, Robbie's. We, we did all that. Uh, And we do all that and we produce all their products. Uh, Outside of bowling, we've, was really our history. Uh, we are licensed with the National Football League, Major League Baseball, uh, many of the different colleges. We've been licensed for so many years with whether it's SpongeBob, uh, Marvel Entertainment, Star Wars. I mean, we've had lots and lots of different licenses uh, throughout the years for all of our products, but specifically, you know, Balls and, and pins are where and, and bags are where we do most of that. And and having the ability to, I guess a couple things, having the ability to make one ball at a time. You know, we could put Abe Froman on it. We can put your dog on it. Whatever you want uh, has really created a great market for us over the years, and especially because I think open bowlers who are uh, intimidated to buy their own equipment at times this is something different. So uh, that's the personalization aspect of it. Uh, we're also uh, the only ones who can uh, assemble in the U.S. of U.S. components and, and, and uh, nylon tops from China or from, uh, I shouldn't say China anymore, but it's from uh, the Far East, whether it's China or Vietnam. So we, we really take pride in the fact that we do manufacture all of our bags in the U.S. Um, right in our facility here in Chicago. Yeah, and, I, and I've been to your facility uh, several times, and uh, I noticed that, that you guys walk the floor. You're out there with the folks that are doing the sewing. You're out there with the folks that are shipping things out. It's very hands-on. I don't know if I've ever seen so much of a business. I haven't been to a, a whole bunch of businesses, but I just noticed how much the management team is out walking the floor interacting with the employees. And I know that with all the t- tough times that you guys have been faced with, with what we're going through with coronavirus, that that you guys are taking all the steps necessary to take care of your people, right? Could you tell us a little bit about that? Specifically the coronavirus or in general? Well, in, in general, but right now with what we're facing with this pandemic, I know it's affected your business quite a bit. And I know that, that yeah. you've, you've got quite a few people that are still doing some work for you and whatnot. Yeah, we've got, you know, we, we've got a skeleton crew going, obviously, just like the rest of the bowling world, uh, no one's being shipped right now. And so uh, we do have a skeleton crew. We've probably got 10 or 12 people back there right now, uh, assembling and converting raw materials to finished goods, just sewing bags, putting them in stock, getting ready. We're, we're still, we're still big on the industry. It's what we do. It's all we know. So we're really trying to get ready to support our customers, whether it be the bowling center with our, our lens brand uh, or the distributor network that sells the pro shops um, with all of our other brands. So we've got probably too much inventory right now, uh, more, more than uh, we'd like to see, but we've got lots of inventory and we're ready to go. We just, we need the country to get going again. Yeah, we're just waiting patiently for that, for sure. So that, that kind of gives everybody at home a little bit of a bird's eye view of what KR Strike Force does and, and who they work with. And all their products are available, you know, at your local pro shops. 
Um, and we would encourage you to go check out, you know, krstrikeforce.com, ontheballbowling.com, and and take a look at all the different products that they offer. Um, I'm sure you've seen their products before. Maybe you own one at home, but this is this is the guy. This is the guy that's uh, that that runs the company with his team. I know he doesn't like to take all the credit, but but you're you're the uh, you're the main guy. You're the guy everybody has has the answer to over there. And your and your buddy Mike Stout. Let's let's try to bring in. Well, let me let me just say one thing. I, I Tony, who's not Tony Mendiola, who's not on the call, is really the one that we all answer to. So he's the guy who drives it all forward. We're just you know little parts of uh, of the plan. So uh, it's a team effort by everybody. And I would be remiss to not mention, you know, we own leading edge promotions. The league uh, uh, puts on leagues throughout the industry and, and Linz, which is a hundred plus year old heritage brand that we purchased uh, three or four years ago. And we've got a great team there too. Yeah. Yeah. Mendiola is outstanding. I mean, everybody loves this guy. I had a, I had a conversation with a, a very high business executive within the bowling industry uh, about six months ago. And on that particular uh, dinner that I had, uh, we were talking about the greatest salespeople in the history of of bowling. If you had one guy that had to go out and pitch bowling to the world, who would it be? And that person said Tony Mendiola. So let's bring in another great guy. Let's see if we can get Mike Stout up here on the screen as, as we've had two guests before. Mike, can you hear us today? Yes, I'm loud oh. and clear so far. Yes, Mike. Looking good. Good to see you, man. Uh, where are you at? I see, a bunch of ba- I see a bunch of bags in the background. Yes, I'm in my, uh, you could call it my war room. This is where it all happens, where we display everything. This is our conference room, display room that we get a chance to bring in some pro shops to check it out. It's, uh, we've had some distributor meetings in here, and it just kind of tells the story of really kind of what we do. Yeah, and that and that new place you guys have there, you guys just moved into the new warehouse. Uh, I believe it was last year, maybe it's the year before, as the as the days yeah, just going by. But it's a beautiful it's place. About two years, I think, right now we've been in the building, and it's really made us a better company. Um, shipping's a lot faster. We, like Brad mentioned, lots of inventory, and uh, it just made us a better company. So that was a huge move for us a few years ago. And uh, owning our own building and being able to do what we need to do. Mike, you have a passion for bowling. I remember you calling me not too long ago uh, about a holiday doubles tournament, listening to the broadcast in the car. Uh, You were a competitive bowler yourself, bowled a lot of action matches, took bowling extremely serious. You're also a great softball player. Tell everybody at home a little bit about where you found your passion for bowling and how much you love bowling. Yeah, uh, kind of, I guess it all started for me in college bowling. Uh, let's go all the way back to 1979. So what is that, 40 years ago? Uh, I started at Vincennes and uh, was a good, it's a junior college. We made it to the Nationals twice. I kind of get a kick out of watching the college now. So it's kind of like my passion, but one story I like to tell is when we had the national championship TV show, it was one game Baker for the title, not best of seven. So pretty amazing how it's advanced to more matches, but we finished third, ninth there with Vincennes in the national tournament. And one year, a bunch of us got together and we made up, our own team and we went to West Texas state for one year to win a national title. We came in second. So another story that comes with that is, and that's where I think the college bowling has really helped me with my career is all these tournaments, whether it's team challenges, high rollers, all the mega buck, you're bowling with your customers. And uh, what better way to get to know guys on and off the lanes? And it's really been the key for me. And uh, now, you know, with Strike Force, I'm trying to get back into the college scene with the schools and trying to do, we're getting, a, we got some nice custom bags, custom chamois. So 
I do have that passion for the college bowling, which is bigger than ever. It's incredible. Yeah, I was going to touch on that, actually. You've actually called me a couple of times on the weekend on Saturdays. Mike, I'm coming back from a college tournament right now, and you wouldn't believe what I've done with this or whatever. And you you, you work with bags primarily. I know you do a little bit of everything, sourcing everything there, but you're kind of known as the bag guy. And you can you guys can make bags for collegiate teams in, in low quantities even. If a pro shop or maybe even a, a league uh, out there – a big league in some bowling center, if they want to have their own logo put on bags or something, are are you guys capable of doing that sort of work? Yeah. The custom programs developed into like 24 per style is the minimum now kind of worked really well when we were with Ebonite, you know, they supported college bowling better than most companies and, they sponsored some teams, so it kind of opened the door for us to get started that way. But, yeah, most schools are – the programs are getting bigger with men and women, so 24 seems to be working fine. We probably sold, you know, close to 50 different schools so far on their own custom bags. And, you know, when you walk in and look like a team, you know, people take notice. The other, the other schools do notice. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, Mike, thanks, thanks for that. We, uh, Matt, uh, I want to check in on Matt real quick. Matt, we're we're looking good here. We got you, me, Brad, Mike. Everything's working well. Yep. Our, <laughs> our deep, show deep is breath in, deep breath out. We haven't we haven't screwed this up just yet. So, uh, okay. so we can't just as as they, the classic saying goes, we can't count our chickens before they have here. So. Okay, so currently right now we got four guys on the screen. I'm the leadoff bowler. Matt's the second bowler. Uh, Brad's bowling third. Stout's bowling fourth. Let's bring our anchor bowler. Let's bring it. If, if I'm bowling third, you have no chance at winning. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's bring in uh, the shoe special. Let's bring in uh, Jason Guest. Let's see if we can get uh, – this will be our first time with five on the screen. JG. I, yeah. yeah. Hey, fellas. How's it going? Wow. Here we go. <laughs> okay. It's not broke yet, man. Nobody move. Nobody move. Now, now, Jason, you and I have a history. We competed against each other uh, in the late 90s in the um, Greater Iowa Youth Bowling Tournaments and the Heart of Illinois Youth Classic Tournaments. And I've admired your career throughout the years. You, you worked for Brunswick, and then you signed on with these guys at KR Strike Force. And I think the question I want to ask you Mr. Smiles all the time is working with these folks at KR Strike Force. What is that like working for KR Strike Force? I mean, it's it's kind of hard to describe, but if I had to if I had to say it in one word, it would it would be dream. You know, um being in the bowling business my whole life. Um my dad had a pro shop when I was growing up, and that's kind of where I got started. And, uh, you know, then I went and worked at nationals at the Brunswick booth and that kind of catapulted me into the product specialist position at Brunswick. And at that time, these guys had the license for Brunswick, uh, bags and accessories and stuff. So I knew them, got to know them that way. And, uh, yeah. And then worked for Brunswick for a while as a product specialist. And then the opportunity came up to, uh, work for these guys and I mean, couldn't, couldn't move fast enough. Uh, funny enough, uh, you mentioned Mendiola earlier. Uh, he was the guy that, uh, hired me at Brunswick and he was the guy that hired me at strike force. So, uh, he's, uh, uh, he always jokes, you know, he's like, uh, I'll always be your agent, but you know, you, you've, uh, you've matured enough and grown enough through this in industry. Now you got to be your own agent. So I'm done. I'm retired, man. What a great compliment coming from, from a guy like Tony. That, that's awesome. I'm sure when you heard that, uh, that made your day and you probably had a steak dinner. Now you, you, uh, Jason, you use kind of, you're a specialist with KR strike force. You, you deal primarily with, with the shoe line. Could you tell the folks a little bit about uh, your dealings with the shoe line and what separates KR strike force from the others? Well, uh, I like how you call me a specialist, but, uh, you know, we kind of, all of us here at, at KR Strike Force kind of do a little bit of everything, but, uh, I guess, you know, everybody has to have a title. 
So uh, my title is bowling footwear product manager. And, you know, really what that entails is we go, you know, through design and develop the whole process, uh, you know, going to China uh, lots of times a year to work on products. Um, and I think that's what sets us apart is we really own that side of the business and uh, really take pride in making quality products. Uh, and that doesn't end just with shoes. I mean, that, you know, goes all the way through our products, whether it be a bag or an accessory or a custom ball or whatever it is, all of us are really close to this. And, you know, we own, we own it. You know, each guy that, that is in charge of a category, he owns it or she owns it. So, um, I, as, as we were looking at the, the screen there, you can see all these products over at krstrikeforce.com. Uh, Jason, if you also wouldn't mind, uh, because this is my show, could you show everybody the shirt that you're wearing today and tell yeah. them where you got that? Absolutely. I am, uh, I'm sporting today the uh, InsideBowling.com Iowa State Amateur Champion Roy Munson shirt. Um, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I wore an inside bowling t-shirt today for this show. And I, I had to, you know, I've got a few of them. Um, it was a tough choice. Um, I, I love, oh, oh, sorry. My, my dog sees somebody outside. So, uh, anyway, I was, I was in between my not resin, not resin purple hammer shirt and, uh, and this one, but since I live in Iowa, I thought the Roy Munson was a, it was an easy choice. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for the support, brother. And uh, to our audience, JG and I have been friends for a long time. And uh, it's awesome to have him on the show here. So I think that's a good opportunity there since Scout, your dog, is, is barking a little bit. I think we should probably introduce uh, the, the another folk, uh, another person from KR Strike Force. Uh, now, this guy, um, He's known as Rob Law, and it took me a little while to figure that out, but it's because his name is Robert Lawrence. Matt, it's uh, you know I'm slow sometimes, Matt. Yeah, it's that it's that old age, man. It's getting to you. The quarantine, you're not getting enough sun. Your your brain's just not firing on all, on all cylinders here. But I'm proud of you for figuring it out, Mike. And and the, the first time I saw Rob Law was when he won the U.S. Open, I believe throwing a black U dot. Um, and people forget just what a great bowler Rob Law was back in the day when he competed against folks like Ferraro, Weber, Wiseman, who we're going to have tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, he's really uh, found his way as as a as an unbelievable salesperson. He's always had this great personality, but just a great sales guy. And he works for KR Strike Force in the Southwest region. But one other thing before we bring him on, one of my favorite things that I ever saw about Rob was Nick Smith. Runs Nick was the brand. And he was way ahead of his time 15 years ago on a YouTube channel. And Robert was a complete ham on uh, on on his YouTube channel, riding lane machines up and down the lanes and drilling bowling balls with like sunflower seeds in his teeth or something. And He's just a real hoot. So I know when we go to bring him on the screen, uh, I'm anxious to see if he's going to be professional today, or if he's going to be uh, a crazed lunatic like I'm like I love him for. So with no with no further ado, let's bring in and try for the first time to get six people on here at one time, which will be a championship round first time happen for you and I, Matt. Let's try to bring in Robert Lawrence. Robert, can you hear us today? I can. I can. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Man, this should be, this is like a great advertisement for StreamYard, which is a platform that we're using. Matt, we did it. We got six people here, man. We got six people. And uh, with the help of the internet here, I, I just found uh, something that may or may not be considered gold. And I'm going to throw this up on the screen for us to watch. And I think this is a perfect intro of, uh, of Rob Law here. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, this is what we're going to. Oh, no. No, that you can take that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I thought you were going to show him winning a major title. No, everybody knows he's a major. He's a major titleist, but not everybody knows that Rob Law's got some dance moves like that. Oh no, 
<laughs> well, I was going to try to be professional today, but uh, and I figure somewhere along the line I'm going to say something stupid. But then you started off with that, and professionalism is out the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robert, that, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Tell tell everybody where you're at currently right now, and and what you do for KR Strike Force. I am at home uh, on my trusted couch in my office uh, out on our. I don't know, plantation. we got a few acres here. Uh, plenty to do working around outside when I'm not doing my computer work with these guys. But uh, I cover a really, really large territory for KR Strike Force. Uh, you said southwest. That's really southwest and northwest. Um, I cover from New Orleans, Louisiana to Seattle, Washington, and uh, lots and lots of places in between. But uh, I guess mainly my job, like the, the sales reps do, I like to call it product specialist, uh, visit pro shops, visit distributors uh, in, your, in our territories. And uh, the one thing that I really like doing at KR is, and one thing that we all get to do is we're all very hands-on in creating the product. So during this uh, terrible downtime, we've spent a lot of time on conference calls uh, always working on what's next creating some new products that you know you guys may not see for six or eight months but we're already working on it and that's probably to me the funnest part of this whole job besides visiting shops because i owned a shop for 25 years so i just i've been in the bowling business since day one my dad owned a bowling center back in the 60s that's all i've ever known and all i've ever done so being a longtime pro shop owners i love pro shop guys so, and I love the pro shop business. So that's a terrific part of this job, but creating products and working with these guys to do that is, that's the funnest part. My hey, hey, Mike Flanagan, mm -hmm. you know, one, one thing about having all these guys who are great bowlers and, and I mean, Robert was the best you could be ever, right? But between Robert and Mike and Jason and the other guys, the products come from that. I mean, we don't have meetings. You know, Jason doesn't make decisions on his own for footwear. Mike doesn't make them on his own for bags. We rely on these guys who have actually used the product, tested the product, and, and been out there. So that's, you know, for us to have guys like this on our team day in and day out thinking about new stuff and knowing that their input counts. I mean, their input counts more than my input or Tony's input or you know, guys who don't bowl, um, they're great. And, and the other thing I'd like to say is they, they do way more than just what they're saying they do. I mean, above and beyond, it's, you know, footwear product manager, Jason's involved in every meeting that we have, uh, and not just, and has sales responsibility. So there's so much more that goes into it. Last thing I want to say is we kind of tease Jason because while Tony has been his agent, maybe is no longer, Jason has been your agent secretly for two years, and we have made fun of him for that on a constant level. <laughs> that's good to know, and I think that's a good transition here, right? So, so now that we've introduced everybody and we've gotten to know each other, I think now, Matt, with our audience, we should we should talk a little bit about our relationship with KR Strike Force. How about that? All right. So, so you're muted, Matt. Okay, I know why you did it. So, <laughs> Oh, sorry. I totally forgot that. We're That's all right. We're, we're working through six people on the screen here and you're showing websites. You're doing great producing. So, so, uh, first of all, I met these guys when I was working for Ebony international and we struck up a deal and we were working together. And then I gave them one of my employees that works for them now. And, and then they dumped me. Uh, they completely dumped me. <laughs> Didn't want to work Need a new agent anymore. Right. So Jason, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> But I love working with you guys, and we still continue to have this great relationship, even post working together. But we call each other and talk to each other, so that's awesome. But Matt, I want to turn it over to you because you were in high demand straight out of college, and you actually interviewed with KR Strike Force. And and Brad's background is kind of a lead-in clue to a story that you had that you wanted to talk about here today. So I'm putting you on the spot today, Matt. 
All right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, thankfully, uh, outside of my time at McKendree University, uh, I uh, got contacted, I think it was by Jason. And Jason was like, hey, man, you know, we heard that you're about to finish school. Do you want to come out and possibly interview for a job? And so I said, sure. OK, whatever. And the funny story is I'm, I'm already nervous going to this job interview. Right. And I put on my suit and I hop on this plane and I'm sitting there on this plane. And this guy that sits next to me on the plane smells like he hasn't put deodorant on or shower in about three and a half weeks. So now I'm like, great, I'm going to show up to this job interview and I'm going to smell like a garbage can and they're not going to hire me. So I, like my chances are over before it even started. I get there, I get off the plane. JG picks me up from the airport and he looks at me. He's like, what the hell is this kid wearing? And I'm in a full suit and they're like, Jason's like, yeah, man, probably should have told you. You know, he could have just came in like khakis and like a collared shirt or something. I'm in full suit, tie. I'm going to go to like a black tie wedding, right? So I show up and they've got this awesome new facility, this awesome new building. They bring me in this like really cool room and we brainstorm and we talk. Um, and it was all great. And it was, it was like an amazing experience. And I was so lucky to have that. And then um, I looked at my phone and they're like, all right, well, what, time, what time do we have to get you back to the airport? And I was like, oh, my God, my flight is still three hours. I'm so sorry. Like, I feel so bad. And Brad's like, ah, don't worry, man. We got this. And uh, I was like, what, what is that? And he had this. He had this. He has his, his, favorite, um, his favorite drink, uh, which he had back there. And, um, and so he just like poured me a glass and we just kept interviewing, kept talking and having a great time. And unfortunately at that point in time, um, I eventually did get home. And unfortunately at that point in time, I had some family stuff that was going on. I really wanted to, uh, you know, stay focused on my family and spend time here. Um, and I still honestly wasn't 100 million percent sure what I, what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. So, um, I think that, uh, it was such an incredible opportunity. That was my start of my relationship, and I, and I admit that when I went there, I really wasn't sure what KR was. But to go there and to see how tight knit everybody was, to see the you know the facility that you guys have, how much you guys really care about bowling, how everybody there, like you said earlier, Brad, how everybody at the company has such a big plays such a big role in all the products that you make, and I think it's one of the reasons why you guys can continue to make such great products is that everybody is involved in some way shape or form and you have such a such a unique staff where everybody has come from many different backgrounds within the sport of bowling and that's it's you know it's really difficult to make really good products people that are uh, coming in and giving suggestions that haven't used that type of product before so it was a really really cool experience um, it was a really cool story one that i'll never forget and uh actually was going to try to go get get uh brad's favorite drink and have a bottle for him and send it to him but uh well you know, in, in case in, in case my mom's watching it it, it was five o'clock somewhere when we started drinking i think it was right actually, yeah. yeah pretty yeah. sure and, and so, if you ever want to get away from flanagan just call us again all right, yeah. Hey, man, I'm gonna keep that in my back pocket. Yeah, thank you, Flanagan. That's pressure on you now, man. You can't bully me anymore. He called me on the test call yesterday, his secretary. So uh, you better give me a new title there, big guy, or else I'm out of here. Hey, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, everything's working well here. So, um, Matt, would you would you like to to run the gamut with the guys? Yeah, I think one interesting question I have, and I guess this could be directed at Brad and it can uh, trickle out to everybody else as well, is I think uh, when people think of professional leagues or they just think of organizations as Mike snacks on his cereal there, uh, <laughs> how, how does a company, how does an organization reach out to somebody like the NFL? How do they reach out to somebody like SpongeBob? How do they reach out to you know any type of organization to reach some sort of licensing agreement? to reach some sort of deal where you can collaborate and make special products like that? It, it's 25 years ago when I started, it was a lot easier. You pick up the phone, you call somebody and you get rerouted and, and, and kind of do it. But the, the bigger licenses leagues are, are really uh, difficult. So they're, they're long relationships and, you know, you could probably find a, an NFL or a SpongeBob licensing application online and, and it goes into a black hole and gets routed somewhere you fill it out and give them everything financial information products designs you, you do a lot of work uh just to get those licenses now and um you know you just it's a cool new thing called google right you just google it up and figure out where to send it there's not anybody really to talk to uh to get that done 
Yeah. And, and how does that, Rob, you know, you've got a lot of sales experience and part of your job is really going around selling pro shop to pro shop. How do you guys integrate with, you know, the different, all the different products that you guys have? You guys have hundreds and hundreds of different SKUs that you guys store all the time. Does that ever become difficult when going to sell to pro shops and trying to give them what they need? Or is it just, you know, we've always got what everybody, everybody wants. So, um, it's yeah, you know, it is a lot. And, uh, especially when you have a licensed partner, you know, when you have additional products other than just KR. And then we try to keep in mind, I'm not just visiting pro shops now. We, we own the lens brand. So to help our lens company side of the business out, we go into that pro shop. We also go into the bowling centers all over. So, you know, now I'm talking to bowling center people about rental shoes and house balls. And there is just so much on our plate. But one benefit of this side of the business, as opposed to the bowling ball business that I was in for a long time is, you know, there's always new bowling balls coming out every couple months or every month or whatever. Our products come out generally, except for a few items that we may make some specialty items. Our stuff comes out once a year. It's in the catalog. It has a long life. Um, so when we're going to these shops and centers and talking, you know, it's always about the same. There's not something new right around the corner to throw me off. So it is a lot. Uh, but and we work great as a team, you know, and it, there's sometimes where I may forget something or I may not have an answer. It's easy for me to call one of the guys, anyone in our company and get the answer. So uh, that's the thing with this many products, you have to have a lot of teamwork. I got a question for Mike at this point. Um, Mike, you guys have a, a really long warranty on your bag and you deal with all a lot of the warranty issues. Could you talk a little bit about just how many issues you guys have, which I know isn't very many, and just kind of how your warranty works and, and how you're able to stand behind your warranty? Yeah, sure. Uh, like you mentioned, one of the things that's really got us over the top where the pro shops, the consumers, they know if they buy one of our products that we're going to stand behind it and support it and back it up. And, you know, like you said, we're all hands on all the way down to handling warranty calls from some consumers you know, bowling's a small world. It's a small network. And when you take care of people, word travels. And we got a great reputation, not only for our product, but our customer service is first class. Uh, everyone in the organization knows how to handle it. We all take care of it immediately. And we don't leave anybody out there wondering what's going to happen if they have an issue. And like I said, the pro shops realize it, and that's what helps them feel confident when they sell our product. Next question I have is for Jason as we go around the horn a little bit. Jason, when, when you guys are, as a team, working on your shoe development, what, what are the most important factors in developing a bowling shoe for people? Is it comfort? Is it uh, flexibility of being able to swap out heels? Is it material? What is it? It's, it's all of those things, actually. I mean, um, you know, we have, a, we have a great sales team that gives us lots and lots of input as far as, you know, what's accepted in the market and what is not. And then we're always looking for cool new materials or uh, the latest and greatest in footwear. You know, we do uh, spend a lot of time shopping and, and looking at trends in footwear and what's hot and, and, you know, see how we can turn that into a bowling shoe and use that technology. Yeah. And um, you guys, you guys actually brought the hammer shoe line to market for the hammer brand. I mean, you guys created a new space for your licensee. What, what was that like building that out? You know, it, it was, it was really cool. Um, we had, you know, got into shoes in 2007, I think it was. Um, 11. Oh, was it 11? Okay. 11. Yeah. That's, that was the first year we had shoes. It seems like it's been way longer than that. Um, 
maybe the end of 10. Okay. Anyway. Um, and you know, so we, we've got that license, uh, to have Brunswick shoes and, and that's kind of actually, you know, why they decided, uh, to hire me, which is, I'm thankful for all the time. Brad reminds me of that too. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, to be able to launch a shoe for the first time, you know, in a brand like hammer, that that's pretty cool, you know? Um, and I'm, I'm really honored that uh, we got to do that. That's, it, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Speaking of brands, Brad, back up to you. Um, this, this, this strike force bowling KR strike force brand, could, I know it's very special to you because of how it all got started. Uh, the Kimberly Rowe story and things like that. Why it's called KR strike force. Could you tell us a little bit of the history of the company and why you're so passionate? So, well, I'm passionate because I'm lucky enough to work with the, the team and the guys I get to work with. I mean, I've, told many people, especially in the last two months, that what's been truly amazing is we we spent 30 years building this out. I get to work with the people that I truly like being with, that we do stuff away from work with and, and have flexibility. And, and then obviously this whole coronavirus situation throws, you know, a wrench in it. Um, the, the company was started in 1968 by Stuart Walkoff. Uh, in Chicago. It was not Boeing. It was a general sporting good company. It was named Kimberly Rose Company. That was his daughter, Kimberly Rose Walkoff. And about six months later, uh, my dad was looking to do something else. And my dad joined Stuart and they became partners uh, in the business. And then I joined, Mike joined in 86 when uh, Stuart was bowling league at diversity. And uh, met Mike and, and pulled him out of a pro shop and, and had him come to work uh, in the bowling division. And the bowling division was very small. It was always it was really the smallest division of the whole company. I joined in 91. I was done with school in 90 and I worked for about a year and a half with an accounting firm. And then I joined uh, in 91. And, you know, I really didn't do much with bowling. I sold bowling. Uh, products to the retailers, the bigger retailers who used to be in it, Walmart, Kmart, Dick's, et cetera, who they're all out of it now. And then it blew up in, in a bad way, so to speak. And in 2000, Mike and I, really everything was either sold or shut down. And um, I mean, we made boat seats, exercise mats, stadium seats, all kinds of products. And, and we uh, bought it in 2000 from my dad and Stuart. Stuart was a partner of ours for another four or five years, I think. And then he retired and we bought them out. And it's really since 2000, I've uh, been bowling only. And, you know, it's, you know, corporate name Strikeforce Bowling. Uh, but it's, you know, it's been KR Strikeforce. That's the brand. That's what people know us as. It's, it's fun sometimes when customers of ours you know, they still write checks to KR Industries. And, you know, it's been 20 years since that name's been gone. So it's, uh, you know, KR and, and is part of it. And, you know, thankfully for Facebook, I still actually get to see the, the real Kimberly Rose herself every so often on Facebook with her kids. So uh, it's been 50 year, 52 years this summer. Yeah, I was just going to touch on uh, I was able to be an attendee uh, and working with you guys at the 50th anniversary party a couple of years ago in Las Vegas. And we saw a lot of distributors and pro shops come out for that one and had quite a celebration. That was a good time. Yeah, it was great. It was, uh, that was a thank you to everyone who, who made it happen for us. Um, you know, our, our distributor network is really what made us and, and our customers. And we'll never, we'll never look past that. Uh, the people who helped us get to where we are, you know, and we were lucky along the way I and mean, we worked really hard, but we were lucky, you know, we were with Brunswick for a long time and had a great relationship and, and then with Ebonite. So, um, you know, the, how things move on and, and we've done, we we're very passionate about our products. We really believe in them. But the other side of it is, is, you know, if we're a licensee of, 
Ebonite or Brunswick or whoever we are, we're out, you know, our guys aren't getting paid to sell balls, but they're out selling balls. And uh, I'll never forget that that was one of the things we told Ebonite in about six months into our relationship with them. Uh, the CEO at Ebonite came to us, came to me and said, I knew you said you could sell balls for us, but I didn't think it would be this much. And they were actually trying to count it. And again, there's no, it's not leaving our door. It's just that we get 10 guys on the road or on the phone and they're constantly hounding and, and pounding that brand out there. Yeah, and Brad, we only have a small sample size of your group here. These are just the folks that we picked to have on today. Uh, could you could you tell everybody a, a little bit about you know the, the larger team and, and who, who's on your team and, and how big your sales force is? The 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 sales team it it, it starts with um, Tony, as everyone knows, and he's the guy who you should have on the show, really. Um, you know, not us schlubs who work for him. But, uh, you know, Tony is, you know, the leader of the group, the leader of the pack. And, and, and sales-wise, we have Brian Beaver, who was uh, Mike and I's first hire ever for a full-time sales guy uh, in, the, in the Northeast. We have Brian Birch, uh, who was with Brunswick 30 years ago. Then he was with Ebonite. And now he's been with us since 03, I think, 0203. He's in the South. You got, you know, Rob Law, JG here, um, Dakota Vostri, who was the PBA Midwest Rookie of the Year a few years back, and and he's moved into a sales role. Uh, Ken Gamble runs the sales for Leading Edge. You have Felicia uh, Watson and, and Jason Bruder, who are our Linz uh, sales group. Uh, Nick Mendiola, Tony's son. I don't know why Tony did this. Uh, but he he wanted his son. He trusted us enough, and Nick joined us in uh, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, um, a couple of years ago, and he's uh, done a great job for us there. I want to make sure I don't forget anybody because that would be bad. Did I get everyone, JG? I think so. Yeah. So that's our sales group, and then we, look in, in the office and in manufacturing, we have, you know. People have been with us, be, you know, 15, 20, 30 years, you know, making bags, making accessories. And, and so we're thankful to have everybody. Yeah, it's awesome. We've got about 10 minutes left on today's program. So I think what I'm going to do is is we'll go Robert, JG, then Stout, and we'll let Brad uh, wrap up. Basically, I'm going to give each one of you guys about two minutes to just kind of share anything that you want, either about the company or a funny story, or just something that you wanted to put out there today on our show. So we'll start with you, Rob, putting you on the spot. What would you like to say uh, in closing here? Well, uh, similar to Jason, what he said, Tony Mendiola hired me at Brunswick in 03. Uh, interesting way I got that job, but it, it worked out really good. And then when Tony left, you know, things started changing there. And then, he Tony went to KR and he also hired me at KR. So same as Jason, the same guy hired us at both places. So um, that, just been wonderful. Uh, I, I joke around. People ask me, "Well, how how do you like doing bags and stuff more than bowling balls?" I'm like, for an old guy like me, it's a lot easier. I can't all this new stuff coming out every month or two. I can't keep up with. I'm just too old for all that stuff. But uh, but one thing that doesn't change for me is I, I, after all these years, I've been, I feel like I've been traveling my entire life between bowling on tour and then th these jobs that I've had out on the road with these territories, um, doing 50, 60,000 miles of driving a year. Uh, not going to hit that number this year because this being shut down for a while here, but, uh, but I, uh, I still love traveling. Um, one thing about this company too, like Mike uh, Stouty said earlier, you know, we're, we're bowlers. We get to bowl with our customers and these guys allow me to still bowl, uh, whatever I want, whenever I want. Um, uh, not much, of, not, not that great anymore. Uh, a couple of bad years of bowling, but I still love to compete. And these guys don't flinch one bit. If I say, I want to go bowl this, or I want to go bowl that, or I integrate a bowling tournament into some work trip. Uh, 
they, you know, they don't flinch. They, they, they give me the okay and they support me. They keep up with my bowling and, uh, they, they agree as I kind of see it. I think it's good for, uh, good for business that I'm still out there bowling with these people, not only pro shop customers, but consumers. And I've never been one that's been a little too shy or afraid to talk. So I talk to everybody. So I think it's good for business. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. What about you, Jason? Um, yeah, I couldn't tell you weren't afraid to talk. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think if, if I could say anything, I mean, I've got tons of stories and, um, I've known some of these guys for, you know, almost 20 years now, but, uh, if I could say one thing about anything that makes companies great and, and that is, you know, the leadership um, and the people, you know, our customer service people are fantastic, our, but, you know, our leadership, uh, that's, you know, what do they say? My dad was a plumber. He said blank, you know, runs downhill. And uh, when you've got, you know, good stuff at the top, it does run downhill. And uh, I think that's what makes us great is the fact that we have great guys uh, running the ship and we've learned from them along the years. You know, when they hired me, I didn't know anything about shoes, you know, and uh, they took me to China. They taught me, you know, Mike and Brad and Brian, you know, Brian Nenza, one of the behind the scenes guy who does tons of stuff for this company. Um, They've taught me so much, you know, and kind of given me the keys to the castle. And that has what, that's what makes my job easy, makes it, fun to do and that's what makes us successful so thanks guys michael Uh oh he's frozen he's frozen staring off into space (laughs) (laughs) mike got a copy out there oh Uh oh mikey rapid fire time Okay. okay. There he is. There, I can hear you now. Okay. Uh, you know, I kind of, you know, back back in the day when I first started, and Robert, I'm glad the tradition's still alive. I can them what was both I was working, so I could go to all the tournaments and be part of it. And I do believe that you're almost presenting your company in a higher, you know, pedestal when you're out there competing because you got to be on, you know, your good behavior and you got to represent the company <laughs> all day long. So it's a big part of kind of what Strike Force is. And, uh, you know, we do, we got a great, great team. It's, what's nice is we can pick our own players and we got some rookies, got some seasoned veterans and, we got the younger guys that are no pro shop, the, the rookie pro shop. We got so everybody's accountable. Everybody knows what they need to do. Like uh, Jason said, we got you know great leadership at the top, and it's uh, it's. I know I am so. Every day is always new and something to look forward to. Ever work. Hey, hey, J, JG, did you know we were supposed to be on good behavior all the time? <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Oh, yeah. crap. Uh, we've okay, seen well. you, Rob Law, we've seen you not on good behavior. Well, we never, he, showed, he showed some of that earlier with that stupid story. We never uh, we never told you that because we we knew how you were going to act and we wanted to watch. So okay. we wanted to be part of it. Like yeah. driving in van, like driving in vans 15 years ago, Rob, you probably don't remember that. <laughs> one. Is that across the border? Oh, maybe? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next, let's move on. So yeah. anyways, that was a, that was an all time night. Um, you know, look, we've, uh, one thing I, I'd be remiss, uh, to mention is, um, our operations group, you know, the sales and marketing, team gets all the the glory they're out there all day long um our operations group is is a hundred percent 
run by Brian Nenza in our office. And um, I don't say 100%, but he leads the charge and catches everything and, and has been so important in everything and every project that we've ever worked on. So, uh, you know, it's important to the operation guys in, in, in the office and factory don't get the glory, but he, he deserves it. Um, when Jason came to uh, join, he, he he couldn't tie his own shoes, let alone, you know, design a shoe. So we he figured that one out. Um, and, uh, and I will tell you some of the funnier stories over the years. It, <laughs> One thing about our group is no one is yes, this, yes, that. There is more spirited arguments, and some um, have almost come to complete fistfights, but <laughs> haven't yet. Uh, but there are very spirited arguments, and everybody uh, gets a say in, in, in what we're doing. So we're, you know, we've, create, we've created that environment more than anything else. Anybody can MF anybody else at any time, and you know, you just got to get over it. So, but thank you, you know, both Mike, Matt. Just when we were oh. about to get some. He, he might have said something nice about y'all and we'll never know. We, yeah. <laughs> I was saying thank you. You guys have been great. So I appreciate it. Uh, yes, yes. There it is. There it is. Our acknowledgement here. So thanks for repeating that, Beth. Guys, thanks for joining us. We appreciate the time today very much. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Hook them. <laughs> there we go. Matt, what great a, job. What a show, man. That was a lot of fun. And uh, minimal min, minimal problems, right? Minimal internet problems. It just it was a, all out a great show, great group of guys. And I think one of the coolest things about KR is, you know, bowling it's in general is a very tight-knit group of people. It's a very small industry. Um, and I think it's really great to see a huge, successful company that's been around for almost 52 years now. Um, and I think one of the reasons why they've been around for so long is that they value their people, they take care of their people, and they really are a big family. And, you know, we went around the horn there at the end and listened to everybody talk about why they loved KR and what KR really was um, to them. And each and every one of them touched on the importance of the other people and how much they feel like family to them. So it's no surprise to see that they've been around for almost 52 years. Yeah. And I think it just goes to show, you know, we have this platform here of our show, but there's a lot of great companies in bowling. And I think opening up uh, behind the scenes a little bit about getting to know the folks, you know, uh, is important for people that, that pay attention to our industry Here's a group of folks that just moved into a, to a big new warehouse to be able to support multiple brands and, and licensing deals. And, and they're, they're built for expansion and growth. And they got this great group of people. And something that wasn't talked about on the air is, you know, they, they've been over the years had to make some really difficult decisions. You know, when you run such a great company, sometimes people want to buy the company. And I'm just waiting for somebody to knock on my door and want to buy this one day. <laughs> Um, but you know, I know that they've been approached over the years and they've had some tough decisions. Do they, do they sell, move into something else or do they stay in bowling? And I think the big thing is, is they are committed to, to staying in bowling and seeing this thing through and growing bowling, which we all want to do. And that's one of the biggest reasons why we had them on the program here today. Yeah. I think that they're loyal to the sport. They love the sport and, um, you couldn't really ask for anything more from a company that produces products for bowlers is, is for it to be people that are not in it for necessarily just to make a profit they're not in it just because it may be easier than some other industries but they're they're in it just because they absolutely love it so um it's an honor to know those guys they're all great guys and like they talked about as well there are so many people that go into making kr such a successful company and it's a shame we can only fit six people on the screen here but maybe we'll have to run it back uh, with some different faces in a, in a future episode yeah. And also, if you if you want to find out more about what they're doing, the thing that you can do, it doesn't cost you anything. Go on their Facebook page, go on their Instagram account, go on their Twitter and follow them. Uh, KR Strike Force is the name. On the Ball Bowling is another one of their companies. Leading Edge Promotions. And just go follow them and pay attention to what they're doing because they're doing some great stuff over there. So that's our task item for the audience here today. Matt, we're out of time. We got to go. Um, but tomorrow, programming update. Uh, I am on the USBC show again tomorrow. So we're going to move, uh, we're going to move 
our show up an hour again, and we'll be on with Baltimore athlete Danny Wiseman, eBay specialist Danny Wiseman, and he also runs a youth tournament. So we got a lot to talk to Danny about tomorrow, and that should be a fun show. Yeah, looking forward to getting to chat with Danny. Thank you, everybody, again for tuning in. Uh, It's been a blast here with all the guys from KR, with Mike, as always. Thank you, guys. We'll see you, everybody, tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that's that's a wrap. Halfway mark tomorrow to be number 20, Matt. We're out. Okay, end day.